Hello and welcome to Epiphanies by Elango. Today we have an interesting personality uh, with us. And like everything at Epiphanies, it just happened. He and I were talking about uh, work and uh, one of those rare weak moments, we started speaking about other things too. And we realized that um, he and I have been working together for six months, haven't met in person. We didn't know each other from before. And um, here we are. Uh, and I'm very pleased to introduce you to Manish Dugar, who I think will go down in history as probably the first uh, CFO who joined virtually, uh, made his first quarter um, results announcements virtually. And that's no mean feat considering we're over a billion dollars and publicly listed company. Welcome, Manish. Thank you, Elango. Thank you so much. You know, if there's one thing that I never thought I will be the first to do, <laughs> it was to, you know, take over the CFO role virtually and manage it six months without having to, you know, the opportunity to meet up with folks one-on-one. So this is really, really, you know, interesting times, I would say. So really, I know you and I haven't met. You haven't met any of the executive council members. Uh, you probably met uh, Nitin, our CEO, once during the interview, or did you also do that uh, virtually with him? Well, uh, uh, I actually met up with Nitin once in person, and then I met up with uh, Shrikant once, uh, and maybe once after I joined. And uh, Surya, obviously, you know, again, uh, was the first person to greet me once I joined, but that's about it. So, okay. uh, I, I, so for I the listeners, all the names that he's mentioning, Nitin Rakesh is our CEO and the rest of the peers. So literally, he's just met our HR head and our CEO, and he's met nobody else. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, we also have my co-host here, Deepa. She's bubbling to ask Manish some questions. Deepa, do you want to um, pipe in? Absolutely. Thanks, Ilango. And thanks, Manish, for joining us. Um, of course, you didn't add me to the list of people that you met, but I'd, I've had the opportunity of meeting you. Um, so while you were talking about it, Manish, one of the things I was thinking about is the art of the possible, right? Um, yeah. Ilango spoke about how it may probably not be, you're the first to, to do something like this. And there's always uh, the art and the science of making things possible, right? You've joined at a very interesting time and and you do multiple things to keep sane and keep your life interesting as well. We'd love to hear about about your thoughts, right? On on yeah, some of the, what she's quote within quote she's telling you, tell us some of the mad things that you've told <laughs> us that you do. Yeah, I guess uh, uh, it's very easy to get carried away with uh, negativity and, you know, the environment is bubbling with that. Whether it is, you know, the whole epidemic is pandemic, whether it is what's happening, you know, with my son in the college in the US, whether, uh, you know, joining a company and then suddenly realizing you can't even meet people uh, and, you know, managing a company during this crisis, because that in itself requires, you know, quite a bit of effort. So it's very easy for one to, you know, start thinking this is not doable, not possible. And then, you know, how do one uh, manage all of this? I guess, uh, uh, you know, when I joined, uh, it was it, it was with an intent of making this work. And, you know, in everything, one was trying to figure out how can one make the most of this. So, you know, 
in actually personally if you ask me it has worked out pretty well and even from a company perspective i think we we figured out what should be done and at least we are at least of the believe that we are coming out on the right end of the you know uh, tunnel so to speak yeah uh, you did your first quarter <laughs> and you didn't get beaten up and yeah, we did quite okay absolutely and uh, so tell us about those mad things right i'm really interested about your um, 4 a.m. in the morning, New York cold, cold water bath run, whatever. So uh, you know, it's a long uh, time back uh, when you know one was primarily focused on studies and health was not of importance. And uh, you know, if you if you look at uh, what people used to do those days, and I'm talking about 1995, you know. uh running in india was like you know are you crazy means why do you want to unnecessarily waste your time uh and uh i was not one of those who who is used to making annual resolutions so now i had to figure out what i should do i knew that i have to do something about it uh, in terms of you know physical exercises and i have to become healthier so i didn't want to make uh, some plan which i won't be able to execute on and i wanted to make a plan which was kind of self ensuring so you know i said uh, how do i make sure that i am able to run every day i make sure i run every day and uh, uh, because running is something that doesn't require any equipment you can do it anywhere anytime and uh, you know you are not dependent on something else uh, so i told myself that uh, unless and until i have done my you know prayers i won't have anything to eat in the morning and uh, i won't do my prayers unless and until i have had bath um i was told by a doctor those days that having cold water bath is ex- extremely good for you know digestion so i said i will only have cold water bath and then i told myself that unless and until i do my exercises i won't take a bath now effectively what it means is that i have to make sure that i do my exercises i do my cold water bath i do my prayers and then i do my unless until i do all of that i can't eat and eating you don't is something food. that i <laughs> and eating is something i couldn't do without so you know uh, as luck would have it 20 years passed and 19 you know 96 to 2016 you know not a day passed uh, without me following this routine so wow i mean that's uh, insane uh insane yeah, and, discipline and uh, yeah actually it is even more interesting when you think about some interesting uh, episodes and people used to call me crazy because of that so you know 9 and 2004 if you remember you know those were the times when from bangalore if you have to go to the us you typically required 36 hours so you know bangalore to bombay bombay to somewhere in europe and from europe then to somewhere like you know a jfk or a major airport and then from there you take a small flight to uh, nashville tennessee and stuff like that now you have to run once in 24 hours right and if you are traveling 36 hours how do you manage so i have actually run in most of the european airports if you can think about you know whether it is charles de gaulle whether it is paul <laughs> so i would go park my luggage in the you know lockers in the you know lounges and then i would just run and and you know most of the people won't notice because someone or the other is running because they are about to miss a flight so yeah. been... airports um, you meet a lot of yeah. mad people <laughs> i saw you running back and forth you know it almost seems like your life revolved around that once in 24 hour run is it yeah. jokes apart this is phenomenal and for our listeners 
Um, James Clear says this very well in his book, uh, Atomic Habits. And if any of you would like to do a review with me or Deepa later, um, just write your comments down there and we will uh, reach out to you. He talks about habit queuing. He talks about uh, doing those simple things. Like you said, running doesn't need equipment. And if something's got to be done, um, you stack those habits up. Very interesting. Um, Deepa, I know you've got questions for him. Yes, too. we have, but I know we're running short of time. What we'd probably do is um, for the next episode, we'd, we'd like to hear from Manish on some of the ways that he maintains discipline. Uh, how do you, if you're running in India, of course, they're not the best roads. Uh, it's not the best weather. It's not everything else, right? So how do you kind of make that possible? as well as talking about some of the things that you do at work as well, which is easy, implementable, and everything doesn't have to be running, right? So in our next episode, uh, I think we should we should talk about some of those tips for everybody else to listen and implement easily. Yeah, absolutely, Diva. As always, write in. Let me know what you think. Share epiphany with others and help build better workplaces and maybe even a better world. Stay connected on LinkedIn or on Twitter at Agastya Says. If you like what you heard, please do subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Podbean. Goodbye till we speak again.